This week, Surround Town will visit a monthly event that brings out the best stories and storytellers in Hong Kong. The last Monday of every month brings together a group of writers and actors in what they call Liars League. The name is intriguing enough and is accompanied with the tagline "Writers write, actors read, audience listens, everybody wins." This describes what they do perfectly. But in case you need to know more, I had to talk with Isabel Chung, organizer of Liars League. My name is Isabel, and I am the, I guess, organizer of Liars League Hong Kong. I wouldn't call myself. The founder, because it originated in London in 2007, and then I brought it over here and started a branch in Hong Kong. What is Liars League? That's a funny question because a lot of people have defined it in different ways, which I think is really interesting. For me, I, I call it kind of live literary salon that brings together writers and actors, and also just people that have similar cultural interests in Hong Kong together for one night, and it's just a very relaxed event. Um, for everyone to enjoy. How does the format work? We get around, I would say, twenty to thirty submissions every month. Um, so we have a different theme every month, and it's all original fiction between eight hundred and twelve hundred words. And then we do pick maybe the best six to eight, depending on the selection we have that month. And because we have quite a large uh, coterie of actors now, around twenty-five to thirty as well, we just assign the stories. To the best actor or whoever we think would read it out the best, and it seems it just works out that way pretty well. How do you choose stories? It's actually not as complicated as、um, people might think. So we have、uh, three judges, three writing judges, and three acting judges, and I guess I'm on the board for both of them. Although I consider myself more of、um, a literary, like a word person, and we. Load all the stories up onto a computer, and then the three judges、uh, read them, and then we give our votes. And some of the time we clash, and then we have to discuss some of the stories a bit further. But most of the time we agree on the story because we have very similar taste. And on the other side are the actors. Are you also involved in choosing them? Yes,、um, that's actually a bit more fun for me actually because it's something I'm not. So used to doing, I'm not involved, and I haven't been involved in the acting community for a long time. So we just, I guess,、uh, audition actors. We have a lot of requests coming in, and then we just, you know, set a date, and they all come, and we do like casting calls, and then、um, we do try and give everyone a bit of a chance. And they're always welcome to audition for a second time if they didn't get in the first time. But it's mainly they they read out a story that we've selected for them. And reading for Liars League is quite different as well because it requires a style that is halfway between、uh, stage performance and halfway between like sitting down and reading out a book because it's all、um, normally third-person narrative. So that's what makes it different, and it it takes a while to get that style right. But we've had really great people coming in who have, you know, had very little experience acting and they've just gotten it, and then、um, you know, people that haven't acted for a long time and they. And they just want to get back into it, and they find Lies League、um, very welcoming, and you know, like a great environment to restart their acting career in. What's the best thing about this format? I would say for both the actors and writers involved, the main thing that they love about Lies League, from what I've heard anyway, from the feedback, is that they get to interact with the other side of the performance. So actors usually they get scripts, and they don't really get to meet the writers. They don't really get to interact with them, but.、Um, If they so wish, I can always put them in touch with the writers, and then they have a dialogue, 
they can discuss what the story means, and a lot of the times the writers are local, so they'll come along to the events as well. So for the writers, it's, it's really exciting for them to write the story and then see it come alive on stage, and then like be able to talk to the actors afterwards. And also just for the audience, you know, people that might not want to write or act, but also don't know how to find that middle ground. I mean, you get you do get a fair amount of performances in Hong Kong, but I find them to be quite formal, which is a great thing as well. I mean, every city needs that, but there's the informal events are the ones that really drive the cultural essence of a city, I guess. And I think that's what all three of the categories get out of Lisley. How do you choose themes for the stories? Well, first of all, we we can't choose themes that the London <laughs> Lies League has already chosen, so that that's a, a fun challenge. And also, Lies League is also in New York and Leeds as well now. So um, there's four of us. No, there's five. There's Leicester as well. And I always try and choose opposites. So the next one coming up is True and False, um, which should be quite interesting. And then we previously had uh, our very first one was He and She. We've had more abstract ones like Sink and Swim, which actually we got a great response for. I think some of the more abstract ones, uh, people find it easier to write for because they can fit it to any kind of story they've had in their mind. I always just uh, ask our writing judges as well if they have any ideas, or even our actors or anyone that's ever been involved in Lies League, you know, what do you want to see, what do you want to hear, um, because it is all about the community. Any favourite stories or themes? Uh one of our most popular and well-run performances has to be the gay and straight one in September. And I don't know what happened in that event, but it was just, everything just came together really well. All the stories were perfect. Um, a lot of them were written by people that had already submitted in the previous months. So they're, they're familiar with the lively format. We had a story by one of our writing judges, Marshall. And all our best actors uh, came together for that one. And yeah, they were just the best people to read out their stories. We had a crowd of over 100 people and it was just, it was a great event. Before we finish, let us know when and where is the next event. It is at the Fringe Club, which is the same venue every month. And the next event is the end of June, the last Monday of June. All right. Thanks for the chat. Okay. Thank you. Closing off this segment, here's a short excerpt from one of the Lies League's nights. The story is The Reunion by Daniel Bird, performed by Tim Selby. Barney Hodges, you drink like you did when you were in school. Paul slapped my back and I coughed up the beer. I walked towards the toilets. He threw a bag of nuts at my head. In front of the urinal, I thought back ten years ago to my high school graduation ceremony. That was the last time... I had seen Paul. When his name was called, he approached the stage in a wheelchair he had borrowed from a shopping centre. He wheeled himself along and frowned at the two stairs in front of him. The headmaster turned steaming beetroot red as parents began shaking their heads and muttered at the poor arrangements made for the school kids with disabilities. Paul pretended to cry then reversed out of a hall, knocking over two presentation tables. Paul Slayer, the boy that did what he wanted, to me, to others, whatever pleased him. I washed my hands and wondered if Paul had ever thought about our times together. I was jealous of Paul's <clears throat> guts. Everything I'd done was for typeface folds on my CV. 
I was shocked to receive my first ever email from him. Apparently, he traveled the world, and now he wants to throw nuts at my head and get me drunk. I returned to the bar, and my blood ran cold. Paul was typing on my phone with a massive smile on his face. I ran over, and he hit me hard in the groin. I went down to the floor in a heap. Barney Hodges, you're as slow as ever. He took some money from my wallet, announced it was my round again. I hurried along and tried unlocking my phone, but he changed the password. Paul, this isn't funny. I, I use this phone for work. Come on, we're not in school anymore. He raised his hands in an innocent gesture. Barney, have I ever done anything to hurt your career? I put your phone away. You can still worry about that silly Facebook status later. I was about to protest, but Paul shut me down with a firm look. Like a pet dog gone nasty when it has a bone. I felt we were in the playground and I had tried to back out of one of his ridiculously stupid pranks and threatened to tell the teacher what he had done. They called time and we stumbled out. Paul had his arms around me tightly and was confessing. Apparently, one night at camp, he slept with a girl that I had formed over for years. I may have been drunk. But I'm not as gullible as I was before when Paul had told me that laxatives make you swim faster. <laughs> Listen to the rest of the story on YouTube. You can find the link on Around Town's blog post or search for it yourself with The Reunion by Liars League. Thanks again to Isabel for letting us know just what Liars League is. Their next event is on the 30th of June at the Fringe Club. Check out their website at liarsleaguehk.blogspot.hk. I'm Thomas Latter reporting for Around Town. Catch you next time.